So there is a saying that dates back to medieval times and uh, it is something I'm going to share today in the show and yes it's got to do with doing work for free so stick around and uh, learn with me exactly what this is as well as the five G's that I've created or that you can use to decide when to do work for free or when you would want to consider to do work for free so uh, don't miss it some great advice from medieval times this is propulsion the podcast for forward-thinking and driven and ambitious financial planning professionals. It is the catalyst to the exponential growth of your financial planning practice, your business, or your franchise. Uh, this is where professionals come in order to learn about the latest technology, to learn about best practice when it comes to running and managing their business, as well as marketing, sales, relationship building, the best and most valuable interviews with local and international guests, and a whole host of other things. Without any further ado, here is your host, Francois de Toy. All right, so as I mentioned in the opening uh, when we started this morning, there's an age-old rule that comes from medieval times and there's nobody better to do this than the people that lived in medieval times themselves. Um, this was such an aha moment. I don't know, I was sitting there, and this is actually what triggered today's episode. Uh, not just because of that. I mean, I had several conversations around this in the last uh, couple of weeks, but this specific thing that happened was just absolutely like, whoa, it's almost like it was shouting at me. And I thought I had to share this message with you. This is straight from medieval times. It is as real as it gets. And uh, the audio is a little bit off because remember it comes from medieval times, but um, do listen carefully if you want to put your speakers right up to, to the max. Uh, if you uh, sort of definitely when you get to the end, you will definitely be able to hear exactly what this rule is. So uh, without any further ado, let me uh, take you on over to this amazing moment. I will go from here direct and I will commission the king and queen and I will commission the queen nice. and tell her that we are to fight for them. Hey, hang on. Yeah, we will, but for a price. If you're good at something, don't do it for free. So, there you have it. <laughs> when you're good at something, don't do it for free. So, if you missed that, um, I think absolutely. And how do you how do you sort of uh, disagree with uh, two, two nights or uh, you know sort of uh, that? So yeah. So let me let me sort of get into into what I want to talk about. The first thing is um, when it comes to doing work for free. There's there's for me a, a very fine line between doing it or not doing it. And uh, sometimes it can be hard. Sometimes it's easy to make the decision. But if you don't have sort of a framework that you can use for yourself in order to decide when it is appropriate for you to do it for free, then you're going to find it extremely difficult. And, and you're probably going to do more free work. And even I think the worst thing is when we start building our value propositions around, I do this for free. That's my value to you is, you know, I'll do all of this amazing work for you that can change your life, but you don't have to pay for it. Um, and we've been building our value propositions in our businesses like that uh, for a long time. The, the flip side to that is obviously if you start thinking about um, you're starting out a business, it's brand new, it's sort of you know, people don't know you, you don't have a brand yet or anything like that, and you just want people to give you a chance. Uh, that's often how we start doing that. And But the problem with that in itself is 
that one, you don't get the right clients necessarily. You do a lot of work that never results in anything. Um, so those are the kind of things that you need to consider to say, you know, is it really worth my while in order to do that? Well, um, my big thing is that when it comes to doing work for free or pro bono or whatever you want to call it, and for me, there's a, there is a distinction be between those, um, you must always be in control. So that is the, the, the first thing. You must be in control. All right. Um, and what do I mean with you must be in control? It means that you are the only person who must control or even suggest the fact that you will do anything for free. So when somebody asks you, they hint for it, they sort of give you all, and I'll get to some of the, the amazing things that people will tell you in order to get you to do work for free. Um, some, some of those things you just need to be, be very, very wary of. So you should be the one to go like, you know what? I can see this is important to you. I can see this can make a big difference. At the moment, I'm in this in this position where I am actually able to do it for you, but I'm not going to charge you. Uh, and and your reason can be your reason. And when we get to the five Gs, I'll give you the five five reasons or sort of the five filters through, through which you can look. But that's for you to know. That's not for them to know. You do not give a reason about why you're doing it for free. That is your reason. And unless you offer that, you shouldn't actually be doing work for free, in, in my opinion. Often what will happen is that people or businesses will offer you things like, uh, you know, this is great exposure for you. We've got a thousand people there, great exposure. You know, you can pick up some great experience. And you hear things like that. Um, but I can promise you when you hear that coming from them first, they don't have your best interest at heart. Um, a lot of people, in, especially in bigger businesses and corporates, have always almost been trained or slash brainwashed in order to look at how they can get things without paying for them or at least a heavily discounted price. Um, I've experienced this over many, many, many years, and I know this to be true. Um, and it's just a way of thinking. It's just almost a cultural thing where we just go, yeah, we don't have budget, uh, you know, but it will really be great if you can do this for us. and It'll be great exposure for you. Um, you know, and, and if they come and offer that first, then uh, you should really think 10 times uh, before you actually go ahead. Um, so, so yeah, so the other thing is that, you know, when it comes to these kind of things where um, I think the other part, apart from people asking you to do things for free and you're not in control, the other sort of challenge is the danger of being needy. So coming across as being needy, and it is often, unfortunately, the case where I need this. Um, you know, I'm so, so, I really want to build my brand. I really need the exposure. I Maybe there's somebody that will contact me to come and do business with me and things like that. So the problem is that this comes from, you're, you're really coming from a position of weakness. And people pick up on the fact that, that, that we are needy very, very quickly. Um, whether you, whether we think we can hide it, whether we think we we really like have a poker face or anything like that, definitely not the case. So uh, really, really important to to sort of understand where you are and why you want to do things. Um, I think when they pick up on this, as I said, they get the idea or have the inclination that oh, this guy, or this this girl is they're willing to do things for free. I'm going to go there, and then they go like, you know what? This will be great exposure for you. Would you consider doing it? For, and they make you feel so good about how awesome you are and how amazing the work is that you do that your ego just grows and grows. And then they go, 
you know what, I think this will be awesome for you and you can build your brand even further if you're able to do this for us uh, without charging or at least negotiating a big discount with you. So definitely something uh, to think about. The flip side to that is sort of what if you come from a position where you are not needy, um, from a, a position where you don't need anything. I don't need it. Like, And it's not being arrogant. It's not about being being blind to where you are. It's not about any of those things. But you definitely come from a position of strength uh, when you are not in that position for, oh, I need this. I don't know how I'm going to pay something at the end of the month. Or, yo, this is such a big client. I'm just going to do it for free and maybe. And I had a very, very interesting discussion. Now it comes to mind right in the moment. A very, very interesting discussion earlier in the year where an advisor contacted me and he asked me, so this is the situation. This is what happened. I did all this work. It was three years of work. And I was very confident that they are going to move all of the investments to me and it's going to be worth it. And now they haven't. They've decided to go somewhere else. Three years of work, time, hours and hours of time, because I thought the trust was there. I thought the client was happy. I thought it was going to come to me and that was going to be a big payday for me. And now the question was, is there anything I can do to recover my costs? And the answer is no, because you never told them from the beginning what the situation is going to be. So it's always good and well when we do work for free until it doesn't materialize. Then we want to go, okay, but no, now I've spent all this time. Now I'm getting nothing for it. And um, so those are the kind of things that just be willing to accept that if that is sort of the case and, and the approach. But anyway, so um, the other part of it is if I say, well, you come from a position of strength when you don't need anything, is that people also, the other thing, very interesting thing about people, and I want you to think about your when you know, all those cold calls that were not successful, all the rejections that you felt when you made those, those cold calls back in the day. Maybe you never have, you're very lucky, uh, but if you had to make any kind of cold call and people just, whether it was nice or abrupt, it doesn't matter. But they went like, sorry, I'm not interested. Or, you know, why are you calling me? Uh, any of those things. That rejection, you feel it every single time in the fiber of your being, no matter how um, how thick your skin is. Maybe just at some point you get to, I'm not going to let that uh, ruin my day. I just continue on. Uh, but it's still, you still feel it when somebody rejects you. So people don't like being rejected. So when you walk away and say, sorry, I can't do it for free, it is a very, very powerful strategy to, to do. And um, again, when we get to the five Gs in a second, you'll know when to walk away and when not to walk away. But uh, be that as it may, it is an extremely powerful strategy to just walk away from something. Because often people, you know what, I spoke to this one, spoke to that one. You know, we could actually find more money or we could do this or we could do that. Um, I know somebody <laughs> that shared a story with me last week that uh, said, you know what, these people said, you know what, um, they were paying everybody else except this person, and they were going like, oh, "Okay, but then if you and 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 this person was inquiring about this, and they went, "Okay, you know, if you if you feel like you have to charge, or if you like get this, if you're in a very difficult personal position, let us know, and we'll make a plan." And I'm like, "What is that?" Um, and that's that sort of reality. That's a real real story, um, you know. So. I think, again, if you want to be in a position of power, you need to offer to do something for free or you need to offer to do something pro bono, um, so whichever sort of route you take. 
And um, with that, I'm going to get to the five Gs now, um, which I, I'm really excited to, to sort of share with you. Alrighty, so um, the first G is give back. So if it is an opportunity for you to help someone or to pay it forward, I hope you're making notes on this. So giving back is the first one. I'll probably release a document on this, I think, now thinking about it. Um, but you want to help someone or you want to pay it forward. That is giving back, whether it's to the profession or to anyone else. Or what often happens is that you get to talk to people and you recognize yourself in them. You recognize like, oh, I was once there. I remember distinctly what that felt like. You can still feel it like, oh, you even get like, oh, man. And you just want to help somebody uh, not go through that. Or you know how you got through it and you can sort of offer advice and guidance or even be a mentor in order to help them. So that's part of, of giving back. The big thing about giving back is that when you're giving back, you do not you do not expect anything in return. There is no quid pro quo, nothing. Like you do it because you want to do it and you move on. There is no like now you owe me or you know what, oh, when you can one day pay me back or whatever. None of that. If you want to give back, if you want to help someone, if you want to pay it forward, um, then you do it uh, without anything in return. And if, if you can sort of do that without expecting anything in return, then that is a very good reason to do something for free and just to give back and, and help. Now, this is something that's very important to me personally, and it may be different from person to person. I believe that when you give back, you tell no one. Um, it is literally a case of I do it because I want to help you, not because it's going to gain me exposure or because it's going to be good for my brand or anything like that. Um, I'm a strong believer in just helping. Um, and I even I often ask people, please do not say anything. Please do not share. Because uh, people do go on social media and they share what you've done, etc. It's still up to them. Um, it's happened one or, once or twice where people have done that, even though I asked them not to. But for me, that is really, really um, important. I think giving back that there is nothing more rewarding. There is nothing more satisfying, um, gratifying, there's nothing more fulfilling, um, you know, than uh, giving back. And especially if you gave your time, you know, it's always, I think the easiest thing in the world is to give money, but um, it's not the most satisfying thing. I think when one can give your time uh, for anyone, um, you know, then, then that is definitely the most amazing uh, opportunity of them all. Alrighty, so that's giving back. So that is G number one. G number two is if you want to do a gesture, so that's the G, gesture of good faith. Um, and when we talk about gesture of good faith, um, this is the hard one. I think this is probably probably the hardest one of them all to sort of look at and make a decision on. And um, when you're convinced, you're convinced, you know you can help them, you can make such a big difference in their life, their business, their situation, whatever it may be, but they just don't see it. They don't get what it is that you do. They don't get how you do it. And you are very much convinced, pretty much like that um, advisor that thought that they were going to get this, uh, you know, I'm going to do all this work for free. It's a gesture of good faith and I will get something in return or there's a high chance of me getting something in return. You won't always win it, but that might have been one of those situations. Uh, when the negotiation is uh, is also one of if you if, if you will, then we will. And the, there is an existing trust relationship there. So um, the the business or the person that you work with said, you know what, happy to do that, but you, can you do this first and then we'll do this? Um, or sort of if you establish that through the, the discussions and the negotiation, that can also then say, well, this is going to be a gesture of good faith 
I'm willing to take the risks because there is risk that comes with that that you won't be paid. But if you take this one and you go and say, I'm going to do a gesture of good faith, then you should also be okay with then nothing materializing at the end of the day. If you're not happy with that, then walk away. If you just want to demonstrate your value, I think this sort of links back, back to my first point when we started with this one. Um, it's just, I just want to show people what it is that I'm capable of and that I can do. And I believe that they might then do business with me. Then also, um, if you have a very, very high conviction, but it must be a very high conviction that when you do something for free, it's going to build trust and it may lead to future opportunities. So those are quite important uh, from a point of, I want to do this as a gesture of faith. It is the one that I would probably do the least um, because more often than not, this will not materialize in something. But if it's going to build a relationship, you do get something out of it. If it's built trust, you do get something out of it. So it's not always that you can get money out of it. Um, so you can also be strategic um, about this. But again, remember, you offered to do this for free. They did not ask. The moment they ask, I would ask, why? What is the issue? Like, why, why don't you want to pay for this, etc.? And they get into that discussion. Don't be afraid to push back and to ask those questions as well. Righty, so that was the second one. So first one, giving back. Second one, gesture of good faith. The third G is to grind for skills and experience. Now, this is probably the one when you're just starting out or you just learned something new and uh, you really need to get out there and get the experience, do the work, etc. Then this is probably the one that we will do most often uh, to do things for free. But you can see with all of these things, there is something in it for you. You need to get something out of this, whether it's satisfaction and whether it sort of, um, you know, just just fills you with gratitude, uh, whether it is uh, that I'm building trust, I'm building a relationship, or whether I'm gaining skills and experience. Uh, there is something that you get out of it. So you don't really do it for free. There is something in it for you. Um, so grinding for skills and experience. Um, if you want to, for example, you want to experience, uh, you want to explore new markets. Let's just say that you want to move into businesses, business assurance. This is always a big one. Everybody wants to work with business owners, but nobody really knows how to do it and how to get in there. Um, you may then go and spend time with somebody that really knows and understands this. You may go work at a business that primarily do that. Um, so there's lots, loads of options with these kind of things. Um, but you can go and gain knowledge and skills that you don't have at the moment. So it's really a learning venture. And uh, you can you can learn a lot. Um, it's also maybe where you know the people that you want to do work for free for they have knowledge and skills that you need to take your business to the next level. Now, obviously, with this is um, you can be very upfront and very open and, and transparent with this and tell them, look, I mean, I'm willing to do this stuff for free. You don't have to pay me. I'm here because I want to learn. I want to see what it is that you do. Uh, etc etc some people may be happy to help you some people will not be be happy to help you you can gain insights that might just be very very valuable for your business and your clients um, you know if you go and do this if your if your whole reason for this is to go and see you know what clients do what these people do uh, to get to really know and understand them so you might decide look, I'm going to do work with business owners and there's something specific you want to do and you're going to offer this for 10 of them for free. But your real aim here is to learn and understand what they're about, what's important to them, the challenges they have, et cetera, et cetera. So um, that's then a sort of part of that. And then the big one, I mean, 
if you just learned something, you just completed a course, you completed a program, you completed a qualification, whatever it may be, but you want to practice those things because, I mean, it only really means something if we implement it and we really use it, then also uh, deciding to do it for free might be very, very valuable for you um, just so that you can gain that experience. Alrighty. So we have giving back, gesture of good faith, and grind for skills and experience. Then the other big one <clears throat> is to gain exposure. Now, gaining exposure, uh, again, is really a fine line uh, and very important to make sure how you come across when you sort of do it to gain exposure. Um, and this is really helpful when you are trying and just starting off to build your brand um, and to establish your brand and sort of make people aware what you stand for, what's important to you and what it is that you do and so that they can start to, to link you to that specific thing. Um, if you also want to make people aware that you exist, um, that's important. So uh, if you want them to, to, to know that, you know, Franchise is actually somebody um, that can help with a certain specific thing, then uh, it can be very valuable to do certain things for free. But again, when you decide to do that for free and your reason is to gain exposure, you have to be 110% sure that there's alignment between um, them and you so that you know, you know you're gaining exposure from the right place or in the right place because it doesn't help you going to, uh, to fish at the raceway if uh, you were supposed to go to the local dam uh, or even the sea. So uh, very important. <clears throat> then uh, the other thing sort of that is important if you want to gain exposure is to uh, let people experience you firsthand. I saw this like amazingly, um, sure, that was in 2015. I did some sessions uh, at uh, Avenge back then on just on retirement planning and how their pension fund works and their sort of options when they're about to retire, et cetera, et cetera. And the amazing thing is I was only there as a facilitator and a speaker, but then uh, there were other advisors there that was from the company that, that run the, the actual uh, employee benefits. How many people came to me afterwards to come and ask if I can help them? And unfortunately, I couldn't. But when people get to experience you that way, they will resonate with you. They will connect with you. They will like you. They will dislike you. And there's no rejection. There's no nothing. Most people walk out the door, didn't even greet or say goodbye. And that's fine. Um, it was all about the people that did connect with you in that session because they had the opportunity to experience you firsthand. So it's so a really, really uh, a big one then. And then obviously, I think another big one for gaining exposure is the power of association um, if you associate with the right people, of course. So you do not want to go and associate with the wrong people or the wrong businesses because that can actually hurt your brand. But if you want to build your brand and you want to make sure then you can align with the right people and get exposure from the right places uh, in order to, to, to drive that. All right. So we've got giving back, gesture of good faith, grindful skills and experience, and gain exposure. So that means we have one left. And the last G is to grow your reach. So growing your reach. And this is sort of after you've established your, your, your brand because I don't think you can really grow your reach unless you have a brand. You can't really grow your reach unless you have a bit of a base. If you want to do that, um, it means that you can reach more people faster. So you want to accelerate sort of the, the people that get to know you and, and that get to work with you. Um, but it's important that you already have a bit of a track record because that is what you need. So there's trust, there's brand, and there's, there's a track record to help you accelerate 
your reach because without that, it's just going to be the same slog that you're going through in order to build your brand uh, from this point. And, and all of these things, it doesn't really matter where you are, where you just started out or where you've been around for a long time. Um, we can always do with, with some of these things. Um, so very, very important from, from that point. And things that you can do to grow your reach, if you think about this, is become a guest on a podcast, write articles, um, you know, go and talk at events uh, if you can and offer to do it for free if you want. Um, you know, those kind of things. So, so really, really amazing stuff that you can do once you've sort of settled a bit of a brand and trust or you have a track record that you can, can rely on. Um, so those are the five Gs. We've got, um, we've got uh, giving back. We've got a gesture of good faith, grind for skills and experience, gain exposure, and grow your reach. Right. So um, very important um, offer. Never be talked into it. You offer to do things for free. You never, never let anyone talk you into it. Um, you need to be the first one to say, look, um, I'm willing to do this for you for free. Then you know the reason is your reason. It's not their reason. doesn't matter how amazing they make it sound. Really think about that um, carefully. And then when you are doing things for free, because it's human nature that we do things for free, you know, you do these things and then people go, uh, da, 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 and then you go, mm, I, you're not paying me for this, so don't give me grief. <laughs> you know, so you should do it as if you are being paid for it. And in fact, you should do better than when you are paid for it, because that is really then the value that you will extract from doing this for free. And uh, make sure that you fully, fully understand the opportunity before you even offer to do something for free. And then remember, when you're good at something, don't do it for free. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. So next week's guest is uh, the guys from Seed Analytics. So really looking forward to getting into uh, talking all sorts of things and how the ongoing communication and uh, reporting to clients is very, very valuable as well as, 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 well as a, a host of other things. But uh, we'll be back next week, same time, same place. Have a great weekend. Thank you for being here. Stay safe. Be blessed. And remember to raise the bar. Love you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. Remember to check out the live show, uh, Propulsion Live, on YouTube every Friday at 7 a.m. South African time. You can find it at www.propulsion.co.za forward slash live. That's propulsion.co.za forward slash live. And please remember to subscribe, share with your colleagues, your friends, and anyone who may find value like you did in this podcast. Once again, thank you very much and we'll see you in the next episode.